Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Last Life podcast. This is my weekly gaming podcast where we use this one life to explore amazing worlds and discuss all things video games related. Tune in every week for new episodes and to support the show, please subscribe, comment, and rate this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. You can email me any questions at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. All the various social media links will also be in the description. Obviously, on the other end, we have Trevor, our new resident sim racing expert, because he's going to be jumping on Gran Turismo 7 really soon. Uh, I would thank you for having me, and <laughs> that is a complete lie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm anything but a car guy and a sim car guy. I love my... Um, give me a car in a in an open world where I can run around and knock signs over, and, and I'm in. Why why has Gran Turismo not done that? Because of how popular Forza Horizon is. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like it seems like uh, in this one coming up that they're going to have some kind of. I mean, obviously not 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 like an open world type thing, but like they have some extra modes that are not just like racing, something with music and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I'm kind of surprised that they haven't tried something a little bit different. Um, I mean, they're very much a sim racer. Yeah, um, and I love a good sim racer, but. Um, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, a sim racer is like you're just racing around a track over and over again. And that's why I kind of always went towards the, the Horizon games was just like I love having like all those options of like I could, you know, I could go off jumps, I could hit signs, I can, you know, uh, jump in a warthog <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. drive, drive through trees and um, just a lot of like different events and, and that kind of stuff just kind of makes like give me some lists to check off and. Uh, that kind of stuff is fun. Well, you did say if 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 Grand Turismo does get a ninety three or more on Metacritic and Open Critic, then you'll be yeah. jumping on. I, I will. Yeah. I mean, if it is like the greatest racing game ever, I want to see it. Um, but if it is, you know, just a better looking Grand Turismo, I will probably not see it because <laughs> I mean, I, again, I love great. You know, it, I love good looking games. You know, good good looking cars is always good, but. Uh, if it's just more of the same, like I, I'm just not a car guy in general. Like if I yeah. was like really into cars and everything, like a hundred percent, like that's what that game's all about. Um, I know. I totally get that. Like yeah. I, I've never, I've never really got into this whole F1 thing that people like that drive to survive that everyone's watching on Netflix. For me, it's just tech. Like the same reason I'm so interested in the Steam Deck is because of the tech around like what you have to do and get with simulation racing stuff and the, the feel you get. I'm like, I, I feel like I'm invested in the tech. I'll have fun with it for like a month and then I'll be asked to the side and never touch it again. Yeah. Well, I mean, even Horizon, man, like I, as much as I love that last one, like I definitely felt the fatigue kicking in a bit. Yo, how dare you? Don't, don't even say that. Like it's been so long since the first Horizon. <laughs> we haven't even seen the second one yet in our hands. Oh no no! I'm in uh, Forza. Oh okay. I was like I was like wait. Why are we? We're just trashing up PlayStation games already. I was, so, I was so confused. I yeah. know. <laughs> I was like yo yo yo. Horizon got a nine out of ten. It's four years. All right, no, it's okay. It's no, I love no. I love Horizon, man. I was playing. Uh, I played all like when everyone was playing Breath of the Wild. I was playing Horizon, man. I yeah, I, I super loved it. I'm I, you're actually a, a much better PlayStation fan than I am because I got into Horizon. But then Breath of the Wild was like what everyone was talking about. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'll spend time with Breath of the Wild. And then I, I literally like a year later is when I got back into Horizon and actually finished it. Yeah. No, I played like I, I was playing both. But um, right away, I was like, no, like I'm feeling Horizon. I love the robots and, uh, you know, knocking the parts off and the traps and, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, um, 
the I love the openness of the Breath of the Wild and being able to climb everywhere and stuff. And that was jarring going between the two where yeah. Horizon doesn't let you climb much. But um no, I, I definitely dig Horizon big time. I'm excited for the new like, one. I don't know if you had a similar feeling, but like in Horizon, I remember like the combat was it was it, it reminded me of Skyrim where you would attack, but it just didn't feel like there was like a lot of weight. When you would fight um like the the robots, like the machines and everything, you could feel the weight in everything that you do there. But when you fight humans which you had to do quite a bit it just felt very floaty and for me for whatever reason i just like found that a little off and apparently that's fixed in the nice. new game yeah i i that that 100 agree that was like kind of the area that was lacking in that game and, yeah uh it seems like they they've tightened some of that stuff up so i can't wait to see it i know i'm talking about like obviously big games that are coming out a big game just came out and it's something that you kind of told me about i didn't even know this game existed until you told me about this lost ark has been out for a while and as it honestly has taken the world by storm like twitch streams yeah, uh steam uh record charts and everything like that so like in whatever we can explain i think it's pretty hard to explain this but but like what is lost ark and why is it so popular yeah well i mean one of the reasons it's so popular is 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 that it's a good game yeah uh, it was um been out in korea for a couple of years now and it is extremely popular over there so uh the fact that it's doing well here is not a big surprise um, but yeah, I mean, basically what it is, is it's an action RPG MMO. Um, so it's a lot like Diablo, but you have that open world where you go around, do quests, you have raids, dungeons, and all that good stuff. Um, you know, it is, it is very much an MMO. You level up, and then when you level up, you, you're in the end game, and it's all about uh, getting the gear and, uh, and getting the numbers to go up type thing, um, which is a lot of fun. Um, it looks pretty good uh, and it plays really well. It, for me, why this one was kind of exciting was that I've always kind of wanted something like this. Like mm -hmm. the dream was um, Torchlight, right? Like yeah. Torchlight was supposed to be this, uh, but then they they couldn't uh, see it through for whatever reason. They made a single player game, sounded like they were going to try again. And then they end up just with Torchlight 2 and I think 3 now even. Um, yeah, I think 3 is out or it's like, it's like an early access maybe. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, that never, ever happened. So when I, when I saw that this, and again, I didn't really know anything about the game and I've only put so much time in it and still don't know a ton about it. But uh, the fact that it's been out for like a couple of years in Korea means that there's a lot of content here, a lot of systems, yeah. a lot of it is a little bit overwhelming. Um, but at the oh, same it time, is. it's really fun because there's just so much going on and to try and see and. Um, and the leveling is very, uh, it is nice. It's not like a really big grind. Like I haven't put, you know, too many hours into it, but managed to get up to 30 already. And uh, it doesn't seem like it slows down too much either. So the gameplay is really fun. I think like for me, it's like, it's like, you know, Diablo was, is like really great. And you kind of, it's the same thing I will talk about when it comes to impact. I feel like for me, this always comes up with, we want to talk about games. It's the impact like in Sekiro and Dark Souls. Like when you make, make contact with an enemy, you should feel something. There should be like a bit of feedback that kind of makes you go like, okay, I, you know, I'm into this. I'm, I'm going to keep attacking. I'm gonna, like, you know, dodge. And you feel like, kind of like Sifu actually, like each attack that you get in, you're like, yes, I feel that, you know? And then Game of Diablo, it just felt like I was just like, clicking. It's a like, cookie clicker or whatever. You're just clicking again and again. And you're like, all right, uh, Q, W, hit the move, whatever. I'm surprised that Lost Ark found a really cool way to kind of take that Diablo mechanics and make it Dark Souls, Sekiro, Impact-like gameplay and it was it was really great every time you make contact with someone or if you like do a move you just see their 
body part fly away and you're like oh like wow like that's crazy <laughs> yeah it, it's really cool because there's times when they just throw like so many enemies yeah. at you and they're just <laughs> flooding your screen and then you just start knocking them around and mowing them down um it, it's real. it plays really good actually uh i i like that they give you just like so many skills too like i think i could be totally wrong about this but it doesn't seem like they are like i mean they obviously must be balancing it throughout the years and stuff but i think with a lot of mmos you see a, like they balance and they nerf stuff really hard when one class is just excelling where this is is like there is no like holy trinity like almost there's just some there's a couple of classes that that kind of are like support where they'll help um support the group heal them a little bit and stuff like that but there isn't really a tank there isn't really a healer um so everyone's kind of like a damage dealer or damage mm. dealer plus support um but there is no damage meters or anything like that uh that i'm aware of um and it's all about just kind of like knowing the mechanics of a fight and everything so uh it doesn't seem like they're they just throw so many like abilities and and ways to modify those abilities which is really like refreshing where you, a lot of time you know you it's very much like this is the build this is the best class and we have all the numbers and if your dps meter is not up to par with what we think it should be you know we're going to kick you out and all this kind of stuff um I, again i haven't experienced any end game so i don't know what it's really like this is just kind of what stuff i'm reading from um but you like just as soon as you start playing it's like you have eight eight abilities you're getting new ones you're getting skill points which modify them in some cases almost completely change the ability to something else um and then there's just again so many systems of different ways to level up your character um, like get more power from different ways like for example they have a roster system where you get roster xp when you do quests um which uh basically adds additional stats but they add stats to all your characters just not your your main character it also goes to your alts um and then they have like you know stones that you could uh cut up and uh, socket and I think uh, they're not stones they're called engravings um, which is another system and yeah there's a lot there and it's and like even in my case I was surprised like first of all when I was trying to like log in the first couple of days or whatever it was uh, it was just a, a big hassle like kind of like what happened with New World but I will give it to them that it seems that Amazon was ready sort of ish because a few days after that no problems and i was like whoa this what this didn't happen with new world for new world it was like this for like a week or so yeah so i'm, I'm glad they fixed this this time yeah totally i'm like i'm actually this is like one of those games where it's kind of reminds me of path of exile which is another game that i was slowly kind of getting into but other games came and i i knew that i would be able to get into path of exile but just because i just never got a chance to fully dedicate myself i was like okay it's you know it's kind of one of those mmo games you're like it's too late now like if i had to get in i have to get it now I'm, I, it's too late whereas this lost art just came out perfect time free to play so you're like yeah i might as well jump into this yeah and what's really good about it is um and one another reason i was very excited for this and why i'm willing to invest some time into it is that uh they it, it appears that they have content for everyone like they have apparently some of the hardest raids out there and some of the best people will knock their heads against them for months or whatever not for me but they also have like easier content and uh, like normal dungeons and and easier raids and that kind of stuff that more casual players can do and still you know progress the character and um, you actually make some progress right you don't have to be like you know um, the hardest of the hardcore in here to have a good time so 
obviously as someone who can't put you know hundreds of hours into mmo like i used to that's very attractive to me in the game yeah i i think this could be a perfect game kind of like diablo to kind of make its way to consoles because i can see it's blowing up on pc i can easily see like it doesn't seem like of course i don't know what goes into making this game itself but i can easily see this kind of running on a, on a ps5 and xbox series x and they can find a way to map everything on your controller have you tried the controller apparently there's gamepad support i haven't oh i've actually, never i haven't tried it yet but I'm gonna, I'm gonna try that out actually yeah, that sounds totally pretty cool yeah no perfect like lost dark definitely i recommend yeah. i think it's free to play i might as well give it a shot for anyone yeah. that's like wondering. i mean i'll have lost dark check-ins for sure um yeah i, I plan to play it for a while <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I like how you say that because I, I guess this is your next game since you just finished Sifu. So I think yes. definitely would love to know. I In my case, I'm still stuck on the club, which is the second one. And I'm I'm sort of getting it. It's just the the boss is like, I, I every time I feel like I kind of have a handle of what the boss is going to be doing, that I don't. <laughs> don't so I'm yeah. like, I'm not sure what I'm missing. But the, I think it's also like, obviously, I, this, not, not like a lot of spoilers or anything like that, but like, in, in the club itself, I feel like they kind of try to train you up to the point of the boss of like, hey, you should maybe prepare for stuff like this. Hey, maybe you should use this specific thing. And I'm like, okay, I get what you're telling me, but I'm not able to use it. So, yeah. but like, that's where I am. You have finished the game. So of course, now we want to know what you think fully. Yes, I have finished it. Um, I did not want to put it down for multiple reasons. So the main reason was I was enjoying it. I know I was loving it. I wanted to see it through. Um, and the second reason was, um, I was in it and I wanted to focus just on it because that yeah. game requires all your attention, um, yeah. for better and for worse. Um, but at the end it was a great experience, but, uh, I do have like, definitely have issues with the game. Like, I think, uh, that's kind of the consensus with a lot of people. Like the thing it is amazing, right? Like watching your character, like it is like a, a, a Kung Fu movie, like playing out like you're playing it out right yeah um, and as i mentioned last week I, I think the controls feel really good uh they really um you know translate to what is happening on the screen in a way that feels good like you're actually you're actually making this happening it's not just like you're doing quick time event type stuff um kind of like how we we constantly were going back and forth like do you keep this do you keep that i i think they just do a very poor job of communicating that um mm -hmm. and the and I have no problem with that. Like I do like figuring out stuff myself. Like it was fun to find out that, oh, like those upgrade points I have unlocked earlier do go over run to run. I just got unlock it again to get it. And then I could continue upgrading it. Um, but where I did have one issue though, where, so basically I beat level one um, uh, without dying. So I was 20 on two and I went with um, my two upgrades. I did two upgrades and they were both the weapon durability. Um, because the weapons are awesome in that game. So I was like, of course, I want the weapon durability. Yeah. But then when you get to the second boss, um, you find out very quickly that like dodging and gaining focus is like very important on that boss. Like, yeah, um, it's not nothing's necessary in this game. No upgrade is necessary. You could beat this game without any upgrade or extra moves or anything, um, but they can help big time and they help on this one a lot. So I was like, well, um, I already had kind of beat the boss but i didn't beat him at a, a good age like it was i was pretty old but i still went into the next one and there's weapons everywhere so i'm like 
I don't really need the weapon durability. So I'm going to go back and do the first level again and pick different upgrades. So I had to do it uh, as I did it a couple times. Um, and I went the long way because I wanted to get extra upgrades. I didn't yeah. want just two. I wanted to get three upgrades. So I did all that. Um, beat it. Was uh, age 20. Went into the second stage. Died, of course, because you, the club kills everyone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then I started the club again. And it went back to the previous one. The, the very first time I did it with the weapon durability. Oh. I actually lost that run and i had assumed that it would always take your most recent lowest age right like yeah so in this case like if i was 21 and then i went to 20 it would have worked it would have been fine but because i was 20 and then i went into 20 it just it was it didn't override it and again just no communication uh, I, that was an assumption on my part um but it was annoying because i i basically spent extra time going through this level that i was already done with to make my character better and now uh, it was just gone. So uh, I, that was been very annoying to say. At least. I thought that would be a given though that, hey, yeah, you know what? You did like a good job. You did better. So here you go. You can keep all this. Instead, it's like, no, no, you did a good job in terms of age. And the first time you did it, that's the only one that counts. Like they that should be communicated, I think. Yeah, like it is literally the, the very first, the lowest one, very first one, that is it. And you basically can't change it. So technically there's no way to respec. Um, you can respect if you do multiple levels over though, right? Cause like if, if like, you know, in my case, like I, on level uh, three, I was age, whatever, 45 or something, right? So had I done one and two, got through both in one run and then got to three at, you know, whatever, 30 something, that would have been my run on the 31 on level yeah. three. And I would have had all those upgrades from one and two. So it's very, like, it's very disjointed, right? Like, you know, you, you're effectively, you can have different runs on different levels, which is, is a little weird. And, you know, I wouldn't expect that. Right. So it's, it's, you know, again, this is a little clumsy. Yeah. And I mean, I think, um, I think there, that's like the issue that I've also noticed is like, I wish the through like the game itself would just kind of give you a better understanding of like, Hey, like, you know, when, when you go to this little, like little monument thing, where you can kind of make your, like choose your thing, they, they spread, split it up in a way that you kind of had to figure out. It, on your own to begin with Where like one section is age one section is points and one section is i think xp or multiplier or whatever right and i was like i, I like the first time i saw it i'm like wait what like I'm, wait do i start from the left and then go to the right like it was just like something like that where i'm like I, and then even like when it, they let you choose one they're like oh you can only choose one out of the entire thing i'm like wait why can't why can't you reward people of like hey you can you can you you got a cool multiplier or whatever you can do this and you can do your age and if you want you can use your xp You've done it. Okay, you can't come back. All right. Like I just, I just wish they added like some more stuff like that because sometimes it, it just doesn't. I, I don't know because I guess like you're you've reached far enough that you're like okay, I understand the boss and what they need. For someone that hasn't reached the boss or ha is like slowly making their way there, you don't know which one will be the right one. You're just kind of like I guess I'll do more stands. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, and then uh, another thing that um, was a this one personally for me was quite annoying was. Um, the you can never backtrack like you can mm. almost never backtrack right i'm fine with you go into a room and the door locks so you have to beat everyone before you can leave the room 100 fine but you can almost never go back they always lead you down a path it's like oh, okay if i go down this door i have to go i have to see through this path until i get to a point where i can branch off it or, or whatever um 
while it's not a big deal when you're uh, doing like, you know, you're trying to like perfect your levels, um, you, it would be nice that you, if you have more freedom to move around, right? Because like, for example, in um, level three, if you get all the shortcuts, you could basically go straight to the boss with just having to fight two guys. But maybe I wanted to like go off and get another shrine or whatever, right? Or even go off and just kill some extra guys so I can get more XP so I can get a different unlock at the shrine before the boss. Um, but again, once you go down one path, all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, now I have to go way down the path. I can't just mm. clear this room and then go back. So I just think it would have been a little more, you know, this would be more fun if I could have kind of made my own like path, right? Like if, you know, I, I know I want to get two shrines and I know I want to get this much XP so I can unlock these things before I do the boss. And that'll be my path while I'm trying to farm that boss or whatever. Um, so they don't let you do that. And uh, the last one big thing is the camera is a bit of a chore to yeah. <laughs> to manage. Um, and more importantly, it is extremely frustrating when you're like, especially on that second boss where you're like in a corner and the camera is behind you and you can't see anything. And you're just like, well, I'm just going to duck and weave and hope for the best. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then I and then finally, um, just like obviously the club, the club is. Uh, I think they could have done a better job with that. I see what they're going for with the whole um, training you for the rest of the game type thing, but it is such a steep curve. Uh, I think what would have fixed everything, in my opinion, is that um, had they had a path just to the boss, like they make you go through the trials, which is very lengthy, right? And it, it goes to a whole... This game can be so exhausting, right? Because... Even just the average, um, you know, the average enemies can kill you if you if oh, yeah. you have a lapse at any point or you're not patient or you don't, you know, like drag them around a bit to position them so that they don't overwhelm you or whatever. So you have this very long path to this already very hard boss um, where you can die at any point in it and it can get so frustrating, right? Because again, it's like, well, I'm on my third attempt and then obviously, okay, I blew through these guys last time. Oh, well, I got lazy and they, they swore me and they hit me in the back of the head. Or um, I was just about done and then one became an elite and then uh, I got overwhelmed again, right? Like you always have to be on top of your game in that. Um, so I think had the club just had a path to the boss where you could say, okay, I'm going to focus on just learning the boss. So I could just go there, whatever, you know, I, I do the guy at the door. I do, even if I did that, that one club area and then was able to go straight to the boss and skip yeah. the trials. Um, otherwise, I think it works really good because you, you kind of have this risk reward of, I can go the longer path. I could get more shrines, get more upgrades and then fight the boss. Um, or I can skip all that. And if I beat the boss at a good age, but I didn't get those upgrades, I don't have those upgrades going forward. So they do that very well in, in level three and um, not too bad in, in level four as well. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of weird why they kind of took that approach with two. And I think that's what's causing all their issues right now. Yeah, uh, There is a patch that just came out too. Um, and they've actually pretty much, uh, they, so basically the, they made the second boss easier. Uh, in his Wait, last on stage. its own or if you go on easy mode or something no no it, they they've tuned the level so the, oh so the club is easier now i mean okay i played it after the patch and i still got 
my butt handed to me. So <laughs> I've heard both. So I was reading some comments. Some people said that um, it is definitely easier. Some people are saying, I don't notice a difference. Um, some were funny. It was like, someone's like, oh, I just thought I got good at the game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, so the, the big changes is, okay, so you have the trials. The trials make you basically go through three kind of mini boss encounters that are pretty tough. The, the toughest one is the last one, which is you basically fight two of these pretty tough enemies yeah oh my they God. they always they always took a uh, a life from me or an age yeah. every single time even on my best run they took uh I they, they just block so much i've noticed like it's just like i'm just like i don't know i'm literally i what i what i try to do was like dark Souls side just run away and just kind of come run in try to do like almost like a super much a superman punch style thing just kind of punch quickly and go back but even that if they block it i'm like damn it i missed like now i'm just running around yeah, I basically, I would run around, try to take one out. And then if I was one on one, I was fine. But I mean, they just come at you fast and furious. Like, yeah, <laughs> so those two, they're no longer like they're, they're basically, I, I believe they said they're like more or less like regular enemies now. Um, like oh. they still have the, still, the same skill set and everything, but they, um, their health is like of a normal enemy, not a uh, mini boss enemy. Um, so that was one change. And then the big change on the boss is that, um, in his second phase, the sweep is what's really getting people a lot. Um, that sweep is punishable now. So before, if you avoided the sweep, you, you couldn't attack him because he's going to hit you with something else right away. So apparently now you could punish him after that sweep. And in my opinion, that's huge because, um, I got good at avoiding that sweep. And if I was able to hit him after that, like I probably would have blew through that a lot sooner. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. Like I get that they want to do this, but if they're already going to the effort of adding a separate mode or something that's easier, why not put all this in that and just leave it? Like I, I even for me, like I, I played it after the update, and I still, I still got destroyed. But at no point, even me knowing that, oh yeah, there is going to be like an easier mode. At no point, I was like, you know what, I'm on. Let's drop it. I'm like. I'm like, no, okay, I just need to like learn it, you know, like, and I was okay with the challenge and I don't get like, look, I, I, it's obviously good that they have it to make it accessible to more people. But like, I started playing this game knowing very well what it was, knowing that it's going to be tough. It's not going to be a game. I why, I wouldn't spend this much money otherwise if this was going to finish in five hours. I spent this, this much money in the game because I'm like, yeah, it's going to take me like 15, 20, 25 hours to get everything and then like learn everything and feel accomplished. So like I don't I I don't know that I guess they can't take it back like it's just how it is but that's unfortunate this one's really unfortunate and it's really interesting too because you see like um I'm in the in the Sifu subreddit and you see a lot of like gatekeeping conversation right and a lot of people are like you're gatekeeping if you don't want them to have an easy mode or you don't want them to make it easier and I get that like I get that not a lot of people could play this game because of how hard it is. And a lot of people are not going to finish it. A lot of people are not going to see the levels. If I made a game, I obviously wouldn't like that. I would want as many people to see it as possible. But mm -hmm. at the same time, like uh, there is a satisfaction of knowing how hard this game is and that you literally like to your point, right? Like this is not just a five hour experience for like, even like some people, like I've kind of watched some YouTube videos of, people that are, you know, really good at games beating this in eight or nine hours to me, that's super impressive. Right. Yeah. Um, but even then, like it, it's those people had to spend some time to really understand, learn the patterns and, you know, the satisfaction comes from getting really good at that game. 
um, and knowing that they kind of had this vision. Like the club was intentional. They purposely made you go through those three stages to get to the boss that way, right? Like they really wanted you to hone your skills before you continued on in that game. And they really wanted to let you know that this is how the game's going to go. You need to master these levels before you should go on type thing, right? Um, and to see them already kind of backtrack on some of that, it is disappointing. Um, and is even the easy mode stuff too, like I, I think it takes away from the game and what it was meant to be. Uh, but again, like I do think, of course, I want more people to experience too. So it's, you know, it's bittersweet type scenario for sure. I mean, that's the thing, like, it's like, okay, like, if they want to put easy mode based on what people are saying, and, and you know, like you said, like, you know, subreddit, people are saying that, like, hey, like, I won't be able to play this for whatever reason, if they're busy, if they just don't like hard game, but they want to see this game through because they, they like the whole style, like, fine, they're putting an easy mode in. It's only when they start doing stuff in the normal mode, which is, like, what, like, we are okay with. I'm like, wait, you're doing an easy mode already, then that's fine. Like, why, why are you changing the normal mode? Unless it was a glitch or unless it was a bug. Like, you, you, like, there's no point in, like, bringing it down because that was a whole challenge. And, like, that's yeah. that's the thing that I don't agree. It's completely okay to have a normal mode, which is super difficult based on what they wanted, and then have an easy mode. But now when you're, like, you know what, let's put some of the easy mode into the normal mode. It's like, wait, what? Like, I mean, there's already an option. It, it sucks because I'm sure there is even people that wanted to beat it um, as yeah, it is, I, right? Uh, like, they wanted to beat it as it was intended, and now they don't have that option, right? Um, because it's been patched. Uh, so it's... I, I'm totally on board. Like, again, add your easy mode or whatever, but I really wish they had kind of left this as is. Um, it's easy for me to say as someone who's beat it already and, yeah. and went through that. But, uh, and, and again, even to like, for me, the reason why I don't want an easy mode in a game like this, uh, like I'm fine with it being added now that I beat it and everything. Um, but had that easy mode been there, I probably would have went to it at some point, right? The game got very frustrating for me yeah. multiple times. Like um, this $60 game almost cost me $140 because I just about threw my controller through the fucking window like 10 <laughs> times. Like uh, there's times that it was very frustrating, right? And I'm yeah. sure at some point I would have said, you know what? I get what they're going for. I'm enjoying this. I can, I believe I can do this, but you know what? I just don't want to invest the time. I want to, you know, I want to see through this have a good time and, you know, uh, move on to something else. Right. Yeah. But the fact that I knew that this is the only way I can get through it, it, it adds a level of satisfaction. And I still stand by that dark souls. I don't believe would be what it is today. If they had uh, easy mode, that game got popular because they were like, this is the only way to play this game. It is tough. And if you want to say, I saw this game through, you have, you have to go through it. There is no, you can drop it down. You know, if you want to see everything, you got to go through the pain. And that's what made it popular, right? Um, so, yeah. No, I, I know. Like, I'm, I'm, I wish, like, I could have purchased a disc version. I think the disc edition doesn't come out till May, so I can just kind of have it pre-patched version. But I'm assuming when the disc version does come out, it'll be with the newest patch in a sense. So, yeah, it, 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 it kind of sucks. But obviously, talking about patches, you know, a big game got a big patch recently. And that's Starpunk 2077. And it, it was it was funny because I was watching a little bit of their live stream of them kind of just showing the game and stuff like that, showing some of the stuff. And, you know, for me, a lot of the stuff that they were showing, I was like, yeah, okay, this isn't really that interesting. And there was also like a bug when they were showing the, the, the game, like the cars and everything. And then also like a car just randomly crashed into the road and it was just kind of 
like glitching a little bit. I'm like, all right, that's not a good way to kind of start off the thing. But they actually started started addressing some of the things that people were talking about or people had issues with. One being the AI, where if you do something on the streets and people start running and you look at them, you turn around and you look back, they just kind of disappear. And they literally showed that on the thing of like, no, like they're all here now. They're like, they don't disappear. And they started showing small, small things like that. I'm like, okay, wow, so this is actually an upgrade. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't care right now. I have too many games. But then when people got this update in their hands, the subreddit and just everywhere in general, people are really, really praising this game, saying that, oh yeah, I was mainly reading about the PS5 one because that's where I own the game and I haven't played it at all. So it's kind of perfect. But like people were saying that, oh my God, like the DualSense features, the audio stuff, the way the game runs and play the way they added like a lot more features to it in general, like quality of life stuff. And they're like, this is like a completely new game. Even for someone that put in like 80 hours or something, I forgot what the person said exactly, how much how much time they put in, but they put in like a bunch of time and they're like, I'm playing this game and I feel like, like this is a new game. Wow. So, I mean, That's exciting. <laughs> do, you, do you think this is like a, a, a big of, a, a bit of a, a bit of a miss on their part of releasing the game now when we have Sifu Dying Light 2, we have Lost Ark, we have Horizon coming up, we have Elden Ring, we have Destiny 2, and they're like, you know what? Here's Cyberpunk, the patch that you wanted. Yeah, I mean, they obviously screwed up with Cyberpunk. They should have waited with that game because that experience happened for people. Everyone had to, who wanted to play it went through it, and that was the game that was delivered, right? Um, so... But you never rule out a CD project. Um, uh, they've proven time and time again that they'll they can turn it around. They they've done it with so many games. Witcher Three was pretty buggy at launch. Like obviously, oh, yeah. it was not cyberpunk bad. But um, yeah, I mean, this doesn't surprise me one bit. And at at this point, I think like they should just. I don't think they should be trying to navigate around you know releases or anything like that. Like they need any goodwill they can with this game like any update they should just be pushing updates as soon as they can making the game better um and i'm personally excited like uh hearing that you know people who played the original game and uh, feel so good about it uh i mean assuming those people weren't playing on like ps4 or xbox one uh because obviously that would feel like night and day for sure i played it on pc um when i played it you know the the game was buggy for sure like I saw all kinds of weird stuff, whatever. Um, I never ran into anything that prevented me from finishing the game. It was everything I ran into was just immersion breaking, right? Like just, again, you know, my guy just, you know, T-posing outside the car, uh, cars just flying out everywhere type thing. Just a bunch of weird stuff. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I can't wait to come back. I want to play like the polished version of this with some extra stuff um it is such a good game i i really like that game i love that city they built um i like the story i like the characters the characters are so good um so i can't wait i know i was really excited for this game and then it was it was like i got it for for christmas and everything like that like my girlfriend bought it for me because she knew how like big i was in cyberpunk i even had like a cyberpunk 2077 shirt that she got for me so i was like oh this is awesome like i'm like prepared and then all these reviews came out people were like you know what don't play the game like, you know what? If you have a PS5, it's okay. It's still not the best. You know what? Why don't you wait for the next gen pack that will come out in a couple of months from now? And then I'm like, all right, I guess I'll wait. And then almost a year and a half later, we finally get it. So, I'm definitely excited, but like, there's just too many games right now. And then with that, we can, of course, talk about what I think is March Madness. I know 
you don't think that <laughs> there might be too many games in March. But I have, I have, I put a list in front of you. Obviously, we won't go through all the games. But I do want to bring, like, I, I, the first one I actually want to bring up because I have been seeing this pop up on my YouTube and stuff like that. I don't know why exactly. But there's a game called Elex 2. And it's giving me very much Witcher 2 before Witcher 3 vibes of, like, this game apparently that has, like, a really cool open-world RPG, like, element setting, everything like that. And, like, the team that worked on Elex 1, they, like, learned a lot. And then Elex 2 is, like, their big step of, like, all right, this is us going from Witcher 1 to Witcher 2. We're putting a lot more. That we're expanding the story and the gameplay will be fun. And I, I feel like no one's talking about this. Um, I didn't know this was coming out until I saw this list. <laughs> oh, right. So, um, wait, so you played Elex? No, and I was going to ask you, did you play the first Elex? No, I have not. So I always thought it looked interesting for sure, but I always saw it was this middling reviews and everything, and I was like, I'll buy it on a Steam sale, and uh, I don't think I bought it yet. Yeah. Um, so seeing that there's a second one is intriguing to me. So, um, that yeah, I, I I had no idea that was coming though. Like actually, I had no idea a lot of these games were coming when I've seen <laughs> this list now. Um, some of them definitely felt were falling under the radar to me. I'm not sure if that's like bad marketing or um, I don't know. Like I I definitely didn't know. Um, like I knew Gran Turismo. Like I, I that yeah. to me it was Gran Turismo was coming this month and um, uh, Tiny Tina's uh, Wonderland. So yeah, uh, those were. The big ones, oh, and Ghostwire comes out this month too. Same day as Tiny Tina and, <laughs> and Kirby. Okay. Maybe this is March Madness. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I'll, what I'll do is I'll, I'll run through some of the games that I think are going to be big this month. Obviously, you can add in like any other ones that you think as well. Um, I don't know about Shadow Warrior 3. I know that a lot of people love that, but Shadow Warrior 3 comes out March 1st. Babylon's Fall is a game by Platinum Games, and it's like Bayonetta but MMO. It's I have to look this up. I had yeah. to look it up. It was another one. I, I was like, what is this? And I looked, I'm like, oh, it's Platinum. Yeah. Uh, so that got me excited too. But Platinum can be hit or miss for sure. Like they uh, they definitely have multiple studios and and some of them, they put out some kind of duds in the past for sure. Yeah, I don't know which one this is. I'm hoping this is the Bayonetta studio or near the near Tomata studio, but yeah. you never know. I mean, obviously Gran Turismo 7, uh, March 4th, which will be like a huge game for the PlayStation Triangle Strategy, which is like, you know, the Octopath Traveler game that came up on Nintendo Switch, like their next version. They I don't know why they're going with this naming conventions or whatever, but this is like the next one, Triangle Strategy. And, and that's coming out on March 4th too. I'm cool. sure that would be big. Yeah. Octopath there's, is great. Exactly. And then obviously there's WWE 2K22 <laughs> coming up March 11th. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I used to play so, much, so many WWE games and even the 2K games, like I will never actually purposely like buy it like on the day of release but if i do get it like if it's on a sale or even if i for whatever reason decide that you know what i'm just gonna buy it i can't stop playing it and like i just get everyone invested this is like my smash brothers so i'm kind of excited <laughs> well they took a year off right this, yeah so that's something to be hopeful for um i have i dabbled in some of these when they i got them for free some way or another yeah um yeah, I'm not excited. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Who knows? Maybe maybe all it takes is it getting a 93. <laughs> if, if, it, if it gets a 93, I'll definitely play it. Yeah, if it gets I a 90, it. I'll play it. Oh, my God. Okay, you know what? Let's aim for 85 and above. But I think we're being too... Uh, 90 for a WWE game is going to be tough. Yeah, well, I think even 85 will be tough for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. 
I'm obviously Grand, Grand Theft Auto Five, of course, is coming out finally. You know, everyone's been waiting for this game, right? Oh man, yeah. Um, Another Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> I, I think there's one game which kind of reminds me a little bit of Death Door is Tunic, and I believe this is actually made by uh, a Canadian developer. It's like one person who made this game, and it's coming out on Game Pass. It looks really cool. It's got like the same Death Door Legend of Zelda vibe to it, and yeah, like it's coming out this month too. On on my sorry. Cool. Hopefully it has a map. I know we not. Maybe not. Maybe not. To be honest, I feel like I feel like that's just, just adds to their element of like making it so challenging for us. Uh, Strangers of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Um, this is being made by Team Ninja, the people that made Neo, Ninja Gaiden. So I'm kind of I'm I don't know. I'm not a huge Final Fantasy fan, but I'm kind of interested because I really like Ninja Gaiden. Uh, I love Neo. Love Neo. Neo. Uh, so this has me excited. I'm hopeful, but you know, I'll cautious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I think right after that, I think even if you do decide to get that game, you're just kind of asking for trouble because a week later we get three big games. We get Ghostwire Tokyo, we get Kirby and the Forgotten Land for the Switch, and we get Tiny Tina's Wonderland, which is a Borderland spinoff, but obviously it's like a full proper game with a huge cast like Andy Samberg and stuff like that. So. Uh, I mean, okay, you have these three games, which we know will be the, the three biggest, other than Gran Turismo, for that month. What what do you choose? What do you what, what do you go go into? I if saw you that. Pick one. Well, I saw that preview of Ghostwire Tokyo, and that got me intrigued for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, at this point, like that Final Fantasy game is still very interesting to me for sure. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have to see. I mean. Um, I'm, it's very open for me. I, I'm excited uh, for Tiny Tina's Wonderlands too. Like I, I, you know, I love a good Borderlands game, and this one seems kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, Ghostwire Tokyo is the one on here I'm probably most excited for, without a doubt. Yeah, I, I think Tiny Tina's Wonderland is just like that perfect, like um, you know, Destiny like game. Together, you play. just mow people down type thing. Exactly. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that because Borderlands Three has been so long since we got that game, and the expansion and stuff for Borderlands Three were okay. Like I didn't. It, it didn't pull me back in of like, okay, let me jump in. I'm glad that they just, they just took like a whole expansion of a sword and said, you know what, let's just make it into a whole game and just release a game like this. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I feel like I should bring this up. Is this Starship Troopers game coming up? Is this for real? Yeah. I... <laughs> Starship Troopers. It's a PC game. I don't, I'm assuming this is like an RTS or something. I didn't even do any research on this, but I'm just surprised Starship Troopers still is out there after all these years. That, yeah, it does look like our uh, RTS. Yeah, this is, I mean, I'm, I think that's the game that we should be reviewing or something I'm looking forward to because I'm surprised that Starship Troopers still I, makes it. I was shocked you know. to see that for sure. Like, <laughs> the, I think the one game I think you might actually like is Weird West because Weird West, I was kind of interested in this game. Uh, again, I think it's coming on Game Pass. It It is very much Lost Ark Diablo-like, but it's set in the West. It's not, I don't think it's an MMORPG, but it is like Diablo-like where it's like a single player story and I think there's multiplayer elements too. It reminds me of um it looks like Fallout. Oh yeah, like the old school Fallout? Yeah. yeah. The old school Fallout. Or that one that came out on Game Pass not long ago. Wasteland. Yeah, Wasteland yeah, yeah. Too. Kind of looks like that. Like exactly. That. So it, this actually does look pretty cool. I like the whole like West spaghetti western setting. So I'm kind of I I would love more and more games in that area. So it, it, that'd be pretty exciting. But yeah, March was uh, is I thought Forspoken was coming out in March. So that's in May. Oh, it is in May. Did it get, it got delayed maybe or? I think, I'm, yeah, I think, I think they made it like spring. I think it was March initially and then they made it like 
further down. Okay. But I mean, either way, a bunch of games coming out. And, you know, knowing the games that have come out in January, February, and March, I think, like, we should definitely dive into, like, where, you know, where, uh, where are the Xbox games? Like, what's happening? Because Xbox, like, end of the year 2021 with a big bang with, you know, Forza and Halo Infinite and just kind of took the world by storm. But now January or so, we've got a bunch of Nintendo games. We got, you know, the Pokemon game. We're, we're getting the Kirby game. That looks pretty good. We've already gotten, uh, you know, Sifu. We're getting Horizon. We're getting Grand Turismo 7 for the PlayStation side. And Ghostwire Tokyo, which is technically Microsoft's thing, but it technically is on, X, on PlayStation first. So it's like, what, what's that? Where's, I think that technically the next Xbox game lined up is Starfield, which is November. Yeah, as of right now. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, it's, it's no secret this is going to be a down year for them, for sure. Uh, they're definitely hinging on Starfield right now. Unless, I have to assume that more is going to be announced. Um, Game Pass will carry them, I think. I think they're going to have some big games on there throughout the year, third-party games, that will keep people satisfied and uh, kind of hope for the best at the end of the year. Obviously, they are getting all these studios going still. So uh, I think in, I'm hoping next year is when we start to see like those quarterly releases from them. And instead of getting like, you know, one or two big ones at the end of the year, um, that'll be exciting. And I mean, like, there's a lot of like, yeah, they don't have any exclusives this month, but you know, a lot of these games are coming on Xbox, right? Like Tiny Tina is going to be on Xbox. Uh, the Final Fantasy one's going to be on Xbox as well too. So there's definitely games still there. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is definitely uh, a Sony year. Much like I mean, last that- year was an Xbox year. To be honest, it can go any way still because obviously Sony, depending on whether or not God of War does come out, uh, like with Xbox, technically this is the year we might get avowed. I don't know how far Obsidian is into that. Maybe even Fable. Uh, I think there's also that game Redfall by Arcane, which was like that's that. A, that should be this year, I think. Yeah, so that was also that's also slated for this year. So Xbox can definitely come in, you know, with a bunch of these games. I think they also have Stalker, which is technically you know, they're exclusive for like a little while, kind of like Ghostwire Tokyo. So I'm interested to see what like happens there because Xbox will literally just tomorrow announce that, oh yeah, by the way, all these games that we had lined up, it's, avail- it's going to be coming out this this time in, the, in this year and it's all Game Pass. And I think that's all it takes to kind of just derail Sony's momentum. I, I think my guess is that at some point this year, you get a big dump of Activision games on game pass much like they did with uh bethesda like even before the deal went through they they already they obviously whipped something up at the last minute and said here we'll put a bunch of these games on game pass to get people excited and i think that alone would be enough to carry them for a whole month you know when they would do that they'd probably do that like if god of war's coming out in like in april they'd be like you know what march 31st let's uh let's put all these games let's put all the call of duties that are still full price <laughs> let's put all that on game pass that could be huge man if you put all those old Call of Duties on there, like that would be a big thing for sure. I think Microsoft knows what they have because a lot of people love jumping. I would, I would honestly love jumping into older Call of Duty games just when I see it's full price. I'm like, you know what? No, I have the new one. I'm just gonna play the new one. But like, if I can just jump into an older one, like the Modern Warfare, the, the re-release, the new one that made that made, or Black Ops Three or Black Ops Four, I would be like, yeah, that'd be so fun. So having all that on Game Pass and it being free. Call of Duty will have like an amazing year, even if Call of Duty is not like, you know, it's kind of dipping down year by year in a sense. 
it, this this will probably be a big year. They they did announce that um I mean the big secret that uh this year's release will be Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. Um, and then and Warzone it too. sounds like and Warzone 2 will be this year as well too. So um yeah, that little dip is going away for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm can you imagine if cuz I know that the sale isn't final. But like they could still if the sales going through, they could still kind of come up with a deal in the meantime of, hey, Modern Warfare Two, just put it on Game Pass, even though the sale's not done. You know, we can we can come to an agreement that here you you're part of our company, you're coming in our, in our fold, and Activision might be like, yeah, you know what, it's okay, yeah, that's fine, we'll just put it there. It could happen. It's also tricky with those contracts that they have with Sony too. Um, there potentially yeah. could be something in there that tells them that you cannot do any deals with uh, the other guy. <laughs> yeah so it's it'll be interesting to see I, I i'm skeptical that they'll be able to pull something like that off though i i do believe that we have to get past those contracts before we see oh, i bet anything xbox specific in a call of duty yeah i'm i'm actually kind of interested to see what happens by the end of the year in like just in terms of how actively you approach it because this whole ftc thing is happening they're being investigated and they're like coming out nope we're not you know putting out putting away taking away our game from playstation they're like being very like interested interesting with it with the words the word choices like the way they're like wording everything so i don't know what that means exactly but i'm also like okay like is it is that one of the reasons why they're like you know what no let's not put on game pass this year because if we do then ftc will be like hey what, what what's happening here i thought i thought you wanted it to be like equal for all yeah they know what they're doing <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like it's funny because like this is like a weird intersection between like gamers and like the business side of things because I feel like growing up I would never like really care about that side but like now this sort of stuff is so much in the forefront yeah. that like every every gamer like even if a casual gamer kind of understands what these sort of things mean now which is so interesting. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the second someone heard that Call of Duty might not be on their PlayStation, it was a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I know now what That's do you do when you go about. to the store? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if they sold some Xboxes uh, just because of that, even though the news came out later saying that it wasn't going to go away. But yeah. I'm sure someone was like, oh, I guess I might as well just get the Xbox instead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it makes sense. going to be there. Call of Duty's going to be there in this Game Pass, right? Because yeah. these are the people that spend all this money. They're like, all right, now I have another set of like $90, $100 just left. I can spend on another game now rather than buying Call of Duty. Totally. It just totally makes sense. Yep. So. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining. Really means a lot. Trevor, where can everyone find you? Uh, you if you want to reach out to me, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Trevor Her. That is at Trevor, H-E-R-R. Awesome. I'll put that in the links below. Obviously, next week we will be back. Hopefully, we'll be able to talk a little bit about Horizon because I do. I know we have so many games to play, but I feel like I want to jump in and maybe, Trevor, you as well, just jump in for like an hour or so. Just see, oh, yeah. see what Absolutely. it feels like. And then I'm just, I know, I know what's going to happen. It's going to hook me. And I'll be like, dying light who? I'm just going to keep playing this after that. I'm going to do my best to fight that, but we'll see. I I know. Uh, It's not going to go as planned. (laughs) I know. We have have a few days. And here in Canada, we have Monday off as well. So uh, maybe we have some time. Maybe we got to go to these games. It's going to be a busy weekend. I know. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much, everyone. See you next time. Bye.